When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Oh, surprise, surprise, Laura's just taken a vice of a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Always, always. You. What I like about it is the consistency and the commitment. I have both of those things running through my blood. To being a disruptor of this podcast. <laughs> a beverage-based disruptor of this podcast. <laughs> beverage-based disruptor. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I got through the post yesterday? Couldn't have come oh. up at a time. Cake sandwiches. Stop. Stop. What? They were up. The kin- there was a Kinder Bieno one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. It's so posh. Can you know? Did you order them? Don't tell me you got so them for free. I got, I got them sent. You can't. I know. Um, oh, she's so great. She, you know the lady that I that I do all my fake bakes from. She's the lady that got me into it, and she's she's obviously a baker. It's her yeah. thing. Oh my lord. What's her name? I love her because she's proper harsh about influencers. Like she absolutely rags on them forever messaging her and like asking for free cakes and shit. She's like, fuck off. And then puts it on all of her stories and everything. Um, I can never say her name. I need to get it right. Hold on. I'm sure it's Ange de Sucre, her. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Have a look at them. What the fuck is that? Is that a cake? It's a cake. I so she's come. got this new like thing where it's like cakes oh, packed in a sandwich pack. So packs. clever! I'm ordering. Oh lord, you just hey, everyone oh needs my. it. I will share them. <laughs> so uh, shall I spell out her name? Kinderbueno. For anyone that wants to buy some, it's A N G E S D E S U C R E. That's on Instagram. I'm fucking ordering today. I'm ordering today. Yeah, it's brilliant. They're, they're so tasty. Anyway, she sent me those. That was like the best day of my life yesterday. What did you do this weekend, Vic, anyway? <laughs> Why was it the best day of your life? So, so, um, we had the second Rebel Mums Club meetup. Um, so Rebel Mums, I'm sure you all know by now. Say it's it anyway, little, darling. It's a little online private community on Patreon of mums. Um, Mind did slags. Are absolute fucking legends, as I like to say. Yeah, who just honestly, it, you you came to the last the last branch, the previous one. Sadly, I couldn't make this one, which no. I was. So, I was feeling it on a very heavy level when I woke up Saturday. Just everything about it was fucking fantastic. First of all, I am now an absolute day rave convert. I've never I've, been to a day rave. I've never been to a day rave. I've it only is, ever been to raves where people are gurning. It's the revolution. I'm telling you now. It's so, it started at 12 and finished at 5. It should be called a mum rave because it's very reasonable. Was it busy? Was it quiet? How many groups? So so a few excellent things. It was in the day. Perfect. So mm-hmm. it meant that we could go have a drink, had an absolute stonking boogie. I did 22,000 steps that day from Skanking. 
what kind of music are, you know it was dropped, garage it was garage themes some names. is it let me lick you up and I can't, maybe that did flow i don't know if that played um, when you stay you know, i'm stuff. loving it loving it loving it i'm loving, I'm it, loving like it like this yeah oh, i'll bring okay. you flowers in the party, ring, party. Ring. yeah like just yeah. classic it was banger after banger after banger um so the dave rave element was fucking fantastic also and this is not i don't think this was on purpose there were literally no men there oh and that changed the tone somewhat significantly. Absolutely, of course it fucking did. I, I like it was. So, it was no so threat. free. It was no threat. It was so free. It felt so safe, and the dance floor was just packed the whole time. Everyone was dancing. It was like proper pum pum central action. So that was also fucking excellent. And yeah, it was just like the it was the most freeing, liberating. Like it was just so lush, and everyone that came was beautiful. And we all got to have like I think the one downside was that it was quite clubby feeling, so mm-hmm. we didn't get to have the same very intimate chats that we had the last time when we just sat. I know, but the who wants it to get, Otherwise, it would just get fucking boring. You want to go out and have a good time. You don't want to be restricted to no. the same fucking trough day in day out. Yeah, I'm a mum. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. Shit. This is more like just get your pussy out on the dance floor. And also, you want to go and you want to have a good time. Come away and go. Fuck, that felt good. Not come yeah. away and be like, oh my god, I've got so much of someone else's. Trauma. Yeah, no, I'm gonna honestly, it was it was the best it's the best night out type sort of thing that I've even though it's the daytime that I've had in years in terms of the dancing. So you're saying that the one that I went to was not it's just different. It was just different, babes. Wow. It was different. We didn't <laughs> dance though. I feel like the boogie's so essential because it just feels really freeing. It feels very freeing when there's no men. No, I know, mate. Oh, oh I would have loved God. that. I mean, I don't like garage and I would have been there. Well, then we're going to go to some different ones because actually that that organisation... Go to a prodigy one, I'm going to be there. Well, they've got a 90s one. Would you come to that? Mate, I'll come to any of them. Just make yeah. sure not when I'm on tour, all right? And I'll be there, love. So the the really good thing about these events, because it's like called Garage Brunch, whatever, London, Bottomless Brunch, and they do events all the time. And I felt I just thought the general organisation, everything was really like, it was really spot on. The M- we had an MC. We had someone that kind of like you know, um, compared the whole thing. Amazing. Which was great because it just really brought it all together. But there was a skank off. Um, so I don't know proper... what skank, I don't know what skank is, by the way. Other dancing. than being a skank. Okay, so to me, yeah. a skank is like you fucking skank. <laughs> Who's the skankiest hoe here? <laughs> yeah, that's that to me. <laughs> well, that's... well, I would have won, but it wasn't that. It I didn't was know like that skank dancing. is dancing. It's a style of dancing. Um, and uh, so one of our girls represented Anika was a fucking legend I knew from the second Because there's been a development in the RMC thing as well Is that we now have like It's essentially a WhatsApp chat Which we never had before It was always Amazing. free Patreon. So this has just made the communication like So freely, so freely Because it's it's on text essentially yeah. um, So she she joined the, uh, the, like, the brunch group And um, immediately I was like I sensed her energy was going to be pretty excellent Banging. I'd met her and then she turned up and she wasn't dressed so she went to the toilet to get changed so I was like yeah winner love her <laughs> <laughs> and then she was just sitting there and she was like do you know what I'm gonna take my fucking bra off she took a bra off this in the club oh take my your bra off in the club and she was dancing I with need to meet this woman for an easy I know like she's great she was an amazing dancer as well so she represented the Rebel Mums Club and she came second. Oh, that's I know. amazing. It was amazing. But what was so brilliant about it was there's this other woman that was um, in the competition, because I think there was four of them, called Karen. 
And Karen was, let's just say she was indulging in some extracurricular activities. She was quite high. Yeah. (laughs) And she basically started doing the worm and did the worm across the whole like club and then knocked into our table and knocked (gasps) all of the drinks (gasps) everywhere. It was fucking. It's like she it wasn't was even so looking hilarious. in the direction she was going in. Was, she'd fully committed to the worm. She fully because worms can't see, right? So they're blind. There you go. Then blind. she was embodying the. She was embodying the worm. <laughs> she was. She was. She was literally going. This is the life of a worm. I need it's you so to funny. understand its challenge. And then someone else did a, a kick, like as they were like dancing, kicked someone in the face and got disqualified. <laughs> Oh my god! Fucking hell! Honestly, I would have been there with a tub of popcorn, mate. My drama. I, it was, there was so much to see. It was just. It was the best day ever. And the be- we had, went for a drink afterwards. And I was home by eight pm. And ordered a takeaway. Had a takeaway. Got to bed at like half nine. And then I didn't have my kids, did I? Which was even more excellent part of the weekend. I had no kids. We'll take them up to the Midlands. So I felt. I just felt so like. Oh my god! This is my life pre kids. Going out, having a boogie, and then not having to get up. I had lying until 8 a.m. Can you even imagine what that felt no. like for me? And then, like, took a little stroll to the park and got a piece of cake and had a coffee and was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I love life. And then did my gallery wall in my hallway, which I, I've been trying to do for the past six months and have just never had time. You are living the single girl's life. I know. And then I cooked a roast. And by the time the roast was ready, the sprogs were back and oh. um, my life returned to being the hellish shit show that it is. Yeah. Can I tell you what I did this <laughs> yes, week? Yes, please do. Share. I discovered a troll. Oh my God. I fucking screenshot it and meant to message you and tell and say, tell me everything. She's been trolling me since 2019. Yeah, man, that is commitment. That is Isn't commitment. It? He watches everything I do. She doesn't just troll me on Facebook. Mate, they she... always do, though. They always do. They're your biggest fan, essentially. They are. Yeah, it's, it's very odd. She's probably listening to this right now. Hello, Arabella. <laughs> Arabella. <laughs> oh, God, that just doesn't sound like the name of a troll, does it? Jesus. No, yeah, she's in her late 50s as well, which is quite disconcerting. DBS check, works with children, you know, standard. So <laughs> I found her on Facebook Messenger. And obviously found some of the absolute delight she had been messaging me since 2019 that I'm a fat, ugly, unfunny slob and that, um, you know, because, just because she's slim and attractive, I'm jealous oh of her. Oh, my God! Yeah, mate, I know! She's so deluded. It was so funny. Like I know it sounds awful, but I, it was, like, comical. Then I found her on Instagram and realised she'd been messaging me on there telling me that I need to get help. Right. And I thought, well... It's probably about time your employers found out who you really are. Yeah. So I screenshot and I sent it because naturally she's listed all of her employers on her Facebook page. <laughs> and I've emailed all of them. To oh let my them God, know. that's and so say, funny. Say, you know, this person is DBS checked and is currently an instructor for your company. Um, she's a troll. I love it because you know what? These people, and there's, there's somebody actually said to me, who I believe was another troll, to be fair. Uh, she was like, I think that's a bit extreme. And I replied back and I said, what? The extreme part is the fact she's trolled me since 2019. Yeah. During which time I have actually suffered horrific mental health issues, which I've not been quiet about. Yeah. And she's a grown woman and she has felt instead of, you know, blocking me, unfollowing. Which is the logical thing to do. 
like I said on my stories, like you are risking your actual professional lives, you lunatics. You oh, no. are traceable. Yeah. And in the space of time that I have come across, you know, as you know, I've obviously had the police involved in the last year because of instances that have happened. Yeah. And there, it's like you're you're not you're not safe like you no. are really easily traced and also, and i'm sorry had the equivalent of what five trolls have either had the police visit them or their works contacted because i just think if you threaten my family then you, you you're messing with the wrong fucker i'm afraid but do you know as well is that whole thing of like well okay then so if that's too extreme so what are we supposed to do here because it's actually a real attack and yeah. it makes us feel like really vulnerable and unsafe and so what, are we just supposed to suck it up because we're online? It's totally. bullshit. It's absolutely you know, so, you know bullshit. What? Like I'm, I am of the opinion, although I don't necessarily agree with gossip websites, they're not in my peripheral. So I don't really give too many fucks about them because I don't look so they can't damage me. They are just there because sad, lonely people feel like they need to say something about someone they watch even though they don't like. And like that is out of my peripherals. I can't control that. Just like you can't control the mum in the playground that doesn't like you. Do you know what mm. I mean? That's kind of how I take it, probably because it's the only way I keep myself sane. But yeah, it's when, when they're dropping in the fucking inbox. When though, you mate. then drop into my inbox, yeah. it's fair game, mate, I'm afraid. Yeah. You you are shit out of luck. Yeah. Oh, that's so that was very, fun. It's very satisfying. It, no, it, it felt exceptionally satisfying, darling. So I mean, in actual fact, this this episode isn't even about us today, is it? We need, no, to, I know. we need to keep this short and tidy and we're not at all. So this week's episode, we actually had the pleasure and honour of speaking to a couple who are swingers. Um, and we've pre-recorded it, haven't we? Yeah. So um, we're going really to insert now. <laughs> Insert, insert pre-record now but um yeah it was such a good convo wasn't it we were yeah. just yeah we had lots of questions to ask them i mean the thing that i learned from it is the etiquette around a swingers club yeah it sounds and so wonder, like civilized isn't it yeah and i wonder how many women or men that listen to this episode would be like oh okay that's actually i feel a little bit more enticed by the idea of it because that doesn't sound as seedy and gross as i thought it, it was, yeah, it was be. like intimidating no it all, yeah. it all sounded very normal didn't it yeah um so anyway you listen to it and then we will uh catch up with you in a minute Hi guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. A very, very, very exciting episode where we have got some guests on who are long-term listeners, or at least one of them is, the other one's kind of fresh out of the package and only just started listening to us, but they are swingers. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you both? We're all right, thank you. Would you like to give a little intro into who you are or as much information as you want to give, how much you don't want to give, whatever? What what would you like to say? Okay, so I'm Miss C and I have been involved in the swinger lifestyle now for about seven years. Wow, that's and amazing. And how about you? I'm Mr A uh, and I've only... Two years I've been in the swinging world. So you two, let me get this right. You two are in a relationship, yes? Yeah. Yes. How long have you been together then? Just over a year. Just over a year. Just yeah. over a year. Okay. And how did you two meet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, through another swinger. What? 
<laughs> yes, blue or not. Can swingers be single? Yes, yes. we were both single swingers when we, we met. We were both single swingers, yeah. So what's a single swinger then? Ah, oh, now that's the magic information for you. <laughs> so we um, go to how we met before we dive into all the other different terms. Um, on my first visit to a swingers club, um, I met another guy, and I'm straight. I was interested in him, but we met and we like found a group we like we chilled, we ate and drank and all that. Um, had some fun. Yes, it was a threesome with another girl. Um, blah. Um, and blah. Then, fucking hell. Spit roasted her. Blah. There's lots of um, blahs. There's lots of blahs. Um, and then several months later, something like that. Yeah. You knew him. Yeah. And I. We both, we all decided to meet at a club sort of thing. The three of us. The three of us. Um, for some fun. For some fun. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, it was we met again for some fun. Uh, and then we kind of cut out the middleman and yeah. carried on. So the middleman, the middleman was in a hole and you were in another <laughs> hole. And then all of a sudden you went, hang on, I just need you to plug one hole. Yeah, and he knows how to do that. The other one was not great. Oh, he learned this quite quickly as well. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's a lot of experimenting, which is literally swinging. Yeah, which is swinging, really. Swinging is experiment. Yeah, it's working out what's good for you and not good for you and what you like. Yeah, so we started off as friends with benefits, and then yeah, yeah, we just uh, we just it's just carried on. Like she comes over mine, I go over hers. So can I just ask, out of interest, and I'm sure other people would want to know, why is it not just friends with benefits now? Is it because like what what I I don't I don't know the difference between a swinger and just fuckers? So we, we our relationship has developed from obviously right. just being swingers. So um, just from my own personal background, I hadn't been in a relationship with anybody for probably about eight or nine years to due to a marriage breakdown, and I chose it myself. But that's not what I wanted. I wasn't in a place that I needed to sort my own mental health out and love myself again for who I am. Oh my God, um, I love that. I wasn't out there looking for anybody. Genuinely, I have two older teens. I have a busy job. I don't, didn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't a priority in my life. Like my life was stable, everything. <clears throat> but when we did meet, obviously everything, we both got on like house fire. We both like, our lives just worked together. Like <clears throat> we get on, and so, we, we decided that we would just take it to that next step and be both, a swinging couple. But we've both been through a lot of shitty relationships and things like that, and we both weren't looking for a relationship. We just kind of thought we kind of work really well. But why did you choose, like, the swinger single life over the normal? And I don't want to say normal because that's a shit word. Like, maybe normative is in, like, or that's the more standard. Right. I have to say my biggest issue as a single mum as I was, was like dates and stuff just weren't like, I didn't have time to plan dates and like have a night for me where I could decide, right, I'm going to go to a swingers club tonight or I'm just going to go and see who's around and whether I want to meet up with them. And it could happen away from my home, away from my like everyday life. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, like, you'll find that a lot of swingers are people that just enjoy the lifestyle and the social side of it as well, because a lot of swingers are very laid back, and there's there does there isn't drama. Like I can go to like a swingers club just for a social night and have a drink and wear whatever I like, and not worry about some random guy groping my ass or really, like, yeah. I could be sitting there in my underwear and nobody would inappropriately touch me or anything. I mean, you can walk around naked 
and none of us knowledge. <laughs> Literally, oh, that like, would blow my mind. I mean, I'd be so busy staring at everyone's muffs. Yeah, <laughs> Laura. Like, we have, Laura's going to be had a recent in. night out um, for a friend's birthday, and I hadn't been very well, but it was a friend's birthday, and I thought, oh, we're going to go. And I, we knew that we were just going to the social side. I spent the entire night at the right level to look at the most amazing women's asses. Like, literally, <laughs> we were just having great fun. Like, So, like, I don't know. You know, I go and buy my fruit and vegetables once a week. How often are you going to um, find veg? <laughs> <laughs> um, it varies, doesn't it? Yeah, sometimes we'll go... A couple of times a month. Like a couple of times, yeah. Like sometimes we'll go two nights in a row. Depends what events are on as well. Yeah, because each club has different events, so they tailor to different things. So they'll have like couples nights, singles night. um, No single men nights. No single men nights, although a lot of them do that now. Yeah, that's general. Yeah, single Um, male nights can be a bit uncomfortable. Oh, really? So can I just ask, because in my mind, I imagine it to be like a scene out of a movie where you walk in and there's just fucking dicks and minge flying everywhere. Is it like that? Like you could be drinking a margarita and then next to you someone's being licked out. So I don't think we've been to any club like that, have we? So most clubs have like a social area where that doesn't seem to happen. Um, I've seen, like you normally see some people like heavy heavy petting in the social areas. Fingering. But it then goes on to the next area. So most clubs have Lots and lots of rooms, group rooms, couples rooms, closed rooms, rooms with video windows that you can look in, outside areas, yeah. hot tubs. Um, can you yeah. imagine the cum in that hot tub? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. It's yeah, there's rules. It rules. We've actually got our own hot tub, frankly. But <laughs> um, most clubs that we've been to have a no there's sex no in the hot tub. No cum zone. It's an interesting world, but you... So you said about like obviously like single people. So as a single female, you're called a unicorn in the swinging world because you are like the rare, like it is rare to find single women. Oh my god, really? that makes you feel so special. Yeah, really oh yeah, rare. I loved it. Like for ages, like the unicorn. Yeah. And like when we first met, and like we'd go separately and stuff. And like it was really funny. Like we've got some, loads of couple friends, and they'd be like, oh, "Cats on a unicorn night." <laughs> yeah, there's a few times you've been on your own and you've been. Flying the unicorn flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got some friends that do that as well. So it's, that's the other uh, thing as well, isn't it? It's not exclusive. Although we're a couple, like we tend to play together, but I'm also, and we're both comfortable yeah. with each other playing separately. So if she finds a guy who she likes, or if she, which is really hard to find, <laughs> um, or more likely if she finds a woman she really likes, <laughs> he's more than happy to go play with her, then I might go and have fun. And does that only really happen like when you're con- within the confines of the sex swingers club? Or is there something like outside that's going on too? So my before I dipped my feet into proper clubs, which probably was in the last couple of years, my, all of my swinging previously have been meets, um, like they used to be like, you meet up at a hotel or some, somebody's got a house party or something. Um, however, now like seeing the quality of clubs and a lot more clubs are a lot more like um, safer, more friendlier, really, really. they So like, I remembered knowing the club that's in our, where we go as like somewhere really, really seedy as a teenager, mm. where right. now it's actually like one of the most up and coming prominent clubs in the scene um, and like big names in the swinger scene, like hire the venue, 
like and they've just had a, like a big event for with an Australian couple and a European couple who hired it out like ridiculous people, people all over the world from Europe really? like Scotland yeah so like is there world. like an LL Cool J version of the swinging world you know when you said big <laughs> big said names big, big, what yeah, does that mean yeah. there is actually some quite prominent swingers and you can even find them on TikTok as and well. Instagram, yeah. Yeah. Like, and why is that what makes them prominent? is the upside down like, pineapple a thing or is that bullshit yes, yeah. it is a thing. It I told you Vic yeah, no, I watched that um, did you watch the um, oh, fucking hell, Alice Levine documentary no, about sex it. I keep saying to Laura to watch it no we you watched that no, it's we really haven't. I think I've seen like trailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, there's one episode where she talks to swingers, like married couple swingers. No, um, I remember watching documentaries years, years ago when they followed things like hedonism and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people think that's what swinging is, and it's not. <laughs> no, the hers was like dead normal. You know, they were like just like a really like you guys. They were just a really normal couple. Um, yeah, but they did wouldn't... say about the pineapple was a thing. Like that is yeah, a it's symbol. A thing. Yeah, it is a thing. And do you know what's so funny? It was my best friend's birthday last year, her 40th, and I bought her a fucking pineapple necklace. <laughs> <laughs> so I have got um so our, our close friend network. No, and because some of them also have joined us at clubs, and um, I have in my house, <laughs> I have got a pineapple, um, one of those drink dispenser things, a large pineapple that we make cocktails in. Obviously, there's only the few of us that, like, it's a sounding joke. It's like a hidden joke whenever she's, like, pulling, like, massive house parties. It's just a massive fucking pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) And some of my jewels. (laughs) (laughs) So your your mates that are also now swingers that you've converted, you're like Jehovah Witnesses, but in the sex world. Uh, so for though for that, like, who, like, have you ever slept with any of them? No, so this has been something that's had a conversation before, actually. So um, we took my best friend one night. She had been in the swinging world and done lots of meets at hotels and things, but not been to a club. So we took her to a club with us one night. She said she wasn't going to play. She wasn't going to play. She was just going to enjoy the night. Um, our, another couple of friend of ours that we've met through the swinging world asked her if she was bi or quite curious. And she was like, no, no, I'm straight. And there was a phrase that we learned that night, and I don't think you'll ever leave me. <laughs> and it's your um your only um you're only straight until you're wet, your spaghetti. You're only straight until what? You're, you're wet. wet. So, so someone says, Oh right, so you're spaghetti. You're only straight until you're wet. Yeah, that, that's it. So, um, <laughs> and yes, that was very true for her that night. Because um, so she and... disappeared for quite a while. We actually started to get worried because we couldn't find her. We thought she might have left or something. And then I happened to go, like, because outside there's a smoke here, and as I happened to, like, go out for fresh air or come back in, that woman, one of the, like, the couple, the women of the couple were there. I went, oh, you're, um, and she was like, yes. And she was like, oh, you're so-and-so's friend. And I was like, yes. And it was like, don't worry, we have her, she's fine. And I was like, okay, We yeah. have her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have her, she's fine. And then I went and found her, and I was like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. You nearly <laughs> dropped a name then, didn't you? How does that? You know, with the like, well, you're like, so. that's your mate. So, so how did you meet her? Like, where, how did, did that involve? my best friend since I was like a young age. Yeah, yeah that's wow. mental. Like that. So, so, I, so... Introduced, I introduced her to the website that a lot of swingers use. So, the most prominent one that people use is called Fab Swingers. Um, let me try that down. <laughs> <laughs> 
I genuinely <laughs> thought you were writing that down, Vic. I was like, fucking hell. I just remembered it. <laughs> it's a bit of a clunky dated site. Yeah. And there's a lot of catfishing. And there's right. a lot of time wasters. Okay. Yeah, a lot of time wasters. A lot of time wasters. In what way? Like, they're just d- dabbling and it's then they get scared. It's and oh. wonderful pictures that they send women. Yeah. It's the same standard with Tinder, where if you're a woman, all the guys just swiping, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. They're just like massive spamming the females in the hopes of getting one. Which then gives the other, the good, like the genuine single man about me. Yeah. Can I just ask, have you ever, either of you, have you ever had horrifically cringe, oh my God, get me out of here now moments during, in, you must have done. <laughs> There's a few <laughs> Tell us. This is what we need to hear. <laughs> Tell us more. Um, so, like, you all have a type that you like, yeah? So yeah. We've all got a type. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm quite a friendly person. I will chat to pretty much anybody. Um, yeah. And there was a certain member of staff that works at somewhere that we, we used to attend regularly. And, like, lovely person. Absolutely lovely. Just not my cup of tea. And, um, it yeah, it's exactly who you think it is. <laughs> I, um, I attended. I attended a few times on my own. I think before we were probably an actual couple, proper, and literally um, had to literally speak to the to the owners to say, like, could you please like ask him to leave me alone, like because like he just kept buying me drinks, like he didn't even ask, just kept buying me them, like, but was just literally cringily like sleezing over me. Yeah. Um, to the point that I was just like, either I'm going home or I just need him to like get the message. And he wasn't. Um, there is a term for a very cringeworthy thing, which we, we've experienced once, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, the wanking dead. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Do tell more. <laughs> oh, yes, please explain. So bad. So, and it hasn't happened very often since they brought in the single men rule, basically. Yeah, so... You the have nights where single men can buy tickets and yeah. single men pay a lot more money than a woman or a couple to get into breast pals. Like a lot. To try and like get the quality of single yeah. men. However, they, they like to lurk in corners. So like you might decide that you don't want to pay in the locker room and you're in a like a, a semi-open area, but like in nice they're, corners. They're socially awkward men who don't know how to just chat. I'm getting a real picture here. I'm getting a real picture of the man you're referring to. Already weird, basically. That's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Rob would ever stand there with his dick out wanking in front of anybody. No, no, he wouldn't. It was that period where I was playing with her, and this was in like a public area. um, And our couple, our other couple friend, were playing. On a bench, like bench bed area behind. I love that her. you say playing, so it sounds like you're fucking playing like Monopoly or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's oh, no. oh, no, it's, it's just, it's just, it's strange because it, it's yeah. very interesting. About. It's interesting because it, like, it because kind we of. We all know what we're doing. We're, yeah, of course. We're shagging and bucking and. Yeah. Doing whatever it makes yeah, it yeah, we all know you're not learning cross Very innocent. Do you we, know what I mean? We haven't, yeah. We haven't got to like. Well, I haven't caught my trousers down. I've not. No, I've barely, barely lifted your skirt, sort of thing. Um, and at the corner of my eye, <laughs> I could see a guy next to me, and I tend to just tune that stuff out. Um, mainly because I get a little bit of stage fright. 
Yeah, fair um, enough. It's quite off-putting if you're balls deep and literally you happen to catch eye of another guy, you go very limp very quickly. Especially when it's not expected. Like, yeah, it's okay, it's, but it's not right. It's not right. right. But um, yeah, no, I was just initiating starting the we session. Just, yeah. Um, and I see him with his dick out, and he's about not that far from his me. inches <laughs> from my head. He's, literally, I can hear him wanking, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, fucking kidding me right now. And I was seconds away from oh. punching him in the dick. Yeah. Um, and the guy behind me. You'd have had me, a sword fight. Fuck, I would have fucking cut his sword off. So is is this a no no in a club? Is it a, it's you a, know, if you don't no-no, have it yeah, on it's... or in someone, don't be in the corner? Yeah. Or, or you've asked mm-hmm. permission to like join Exercise in. Exercise on a like, sausage. It is yeah. a lot. There's a lot of like unofficial rules, mm. that sort of thing, that everyone follows to make sure everyone's safe and comfortable. Yeah, um, and they enjoy as much as possible. And the big thing is no means no. And yeah, that is it. There's no, no question to that. Also, like as you said, like the lurkers, you can't just lurk. You you've got to ask to join in or be there. Um. I mean, there are places where you can learn. Yeah, so there so. are there are places like we've been to a club before where they specifically have a like floor to ceiling window where people stand and look in and you get your voyeurism. Voyeurism that way. When you're in an area that isn't like that, it's expected that that's not how you behave. Like there is like public public beds um, where you can watch and even participate if that's what those people want. Yeah. Um, and we have seen it where, like, as I'm walking through the corridor, there's a bedroom, on, there's a bed on the side, um, and someone's there's a couple fucking away. She's riding, and someone's like reaches over and like strokes her sort of thing, and like grabs a feel sort of thing, and it's like. But fuck? that's what they want as a couple. But then right, they that's what they want. want it. Sometimes they're like, "No touching, please." And you go, like, "By all means, walk, but don't touch." Yeah, so it's like some people. So want like, that, some yeah. people get a kick out of being in public in that sense but they obviously don't want the extra touching like they didn't ask for it so this is this is the side of swinging that is just a general <clears throat> swingers club you've got other sides so obviously you've got general swinger nights where you have like ma- male single males single females couples like obviously all they're going there with the mm-hmm. same idea you have nights where it's just couples and single ladies mm-hmm. um, and you also have other nights which are kink nights do you go to those? my ears pricked up they yes, are laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, excuse me, words. Because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a comment of a dominatrix last week? That's correct, yeah. We yeah. had a lady that was, um, she got something stuck of her bum and then... She lost a, a butt plug, yeah. She's now a dominatrix. Uh, so you're, you two, your main part of swinging is the kink? Um, I wouldn't say it's our main, it's probably 50-50, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't to me that... We when we met, we both liked it and we dabbled. We have discovered it as a couple because yeah. we were quite. Enjoy- I think the second time we met, wasn't it? We actually were. We watched this. Uh, we, we actually watched the dominatrix. We watched doing the dark, a session. We watched the dog. Right. Doing a session and actually teaching us, and we we were both quite curious about that area, um, and we wanted to learn a bit more about it. And the guy we obviously met through, he wasn't that keen. And he's tried a little, t- a few times, but he's not that keen, and he's just shit at it. Yeah, so we we carried on, didn't we? We watched and we learned quite a lot that night, didn't we? And that's yeah. how we met a couple of our couple friends because 
they are dom sub couples. They are massive gangsters. Um, and they so who, talk- who's the dom and who's the sub in your situation? So I'm the dom and she. Really? So. Now that surprises me for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know you. But it's quite surprising. Um, the dom and sub, sometimes it's the dominant people in, like, the people in a dominant role are actually more likely to be subs. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about this loads because it's the same for us. Like, I'm we just so dominating, subs. but I'm like, no, nah, just control me. <laughs> and it's usually because, like, you're always making the questions, you're making the decisions and yeah. doing everything else. Yeah. Like, one of our, like, probably the closest dom sub. Yeah. Um, she's the sub. And she's bratty as hell as well. Yes. Um, but in normal daily life, she's the one who wears the pants, essentially. Yeah. Like, he brings the bacon and the bread and the milk home. And she does, she does everything else. Like, he gets the money and she does what is needed with the money. And, like, brings the kids. I mean, obviously, he helps raise the kids yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think my subside comes from being <laughs> single for so long. Yeah. And having to make all my own decisions, like, and be like responsible for everything he, he hates my OCD of cleaning <laughs> why is it not no way. but I think it's just because I'm used to only ever being me to do everything yeah but I think my submissive side comes from that side because it's just that time to let go and I do and there are times actually that I'm like I need to let go so I'm sorry like we need a session like yeah. let's sort this out so have you two got like because uh, from my point of view I'm thinking if you're a swinger you have got the sex drive of a fucking whale rabbit whales I don't know if whales whale? have sex I think, probably whales only have sex with like once every nine years or something do they <laughs> They have a massive dick. So. A rabbit. A rabbit's always rabbit, right, isn't yeah, it? Rabbit. Yeah. That's um, yeah. Rodent um, of some description. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we? I think I've probably had more sex in the last year than I've had in the last 10 years. Really? <laughs> yeah. And is that big that's because of your that's because of your chemistry together as a couple? Yeah. I'm very, very needy as well now, apparently. <laughs> as in sexually needy. Yeah. Very yeah. Needy. But do you two ever get jealous? No. 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 And this, never is, been jealous. this is one thing that we've both also said we found really odd. Because with previous partners, we'd have like been like like my previous relationships, like I, the few times I dated before, I was an absolutely psychotic. I must have been the worst person to date ever. Like genuinely, I thought they were doing everything in the world like that they weren't doing ever, probably. But my overactive imagination is just hilarious. Now, though, no, not at all. There are still periods where sometimes I might think you get to, you'd get to it, yeah. and you never, but you don't, and you're absolutely fine with it. I mean, you even you even try and hook me up with other girls, <laughs> like with other women sometimes. And I have not, twice. You have <laughs> twice, yeah. Um, and sometimes you'll be the same. Where and it's usually women. I'll be like, if you like her, off you go, go play. Like sometimes I might not be into it, or might might not be up for it, or anything like that. And she just wants to play on her own. I'm like, go play, go play, off you go. And what about like, your kids? Like, do your kids do they know anything about this or not? So um, we think my <laughs> eldest has a bit of an idea because he's a bit older. He's mm-hmm. yeah, he's like halfway to to knowing. Yeah, um, he's legal, so like. There's lots of questions he started asking. He's what? Legal? Well, like, he's old enough. To, so like, he's, old he's old having sex he's himself. He's of age. He's of age. He's of age. Sorry. Legal. Legal to what? Take drugs? What are we talking about here? 
Um, so it was about six months ago, wasn't it? He started asking questions about different things. Yeah. And me and him have to leave the room and have like a conversation on our own. Like, oh my yeah, God, has he found things? This. Like, has he seen something? I was like, oh my God. And he was like, like, you're overthinking this. Like, he's just a curious young man asking questions. Like, don't worry about it. Didn't he actually say, I think I might be a dog? Yeah. And I was like, I what? You what? You that. Heard this and place. I was like, what? Yeah. That? Yeah, Jesus. but then that's a really like, proud moment as a mom. Was, I think you were. Like, really? oh, like, <laughs> no way, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. So, so no, what I mean is that you have a relationship where he can no, he's tell like, you he can something. talk to yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Not like, oh, mum, I'm been... a dom. High five, sir. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> we did joke recently. I was like, oh my God, like in a few years, like, what if we bumped into him in a car? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my that? god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to leave when you know you'd be like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. A, do you have any children? I don't know. Okay. So this is like very fresh out of the packet kind of relationship style for you then? Um, I've been in other relationships with kids with who have kids. <laughs> not with kids. Yeah, not <laughs> definitely not a kid. <laughs> 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 Just cut something out. Actually, don't. Go wash your mouth out. People who have kids. Yeah. How we enunciate. Um, and I'm not bothered by kids at all. I mean, I have four, three sisters, sorry, and like five nieces and a nephew. And apparently, they don't know how to have fun or anything other than make kids. Um, <laughs> and so, kids don't bother me. And I have shit tons of nephews as well. And yeah. Bits and pieces, and then I'm quite happy with kids, sort of thing. I think yeah. mine are a bit older as well. They don't have, they're <laughs> makes not makes a big demanding. difference. They're demanding in me? a different way. Like, not I'm not going to tell you because you both haven't got that yet. I'll wait. For you oh, to I get mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not far off it. Don't worry, love. Just it's basically just worry. a different, different sort of genre of shit. All I think, Laura, is you've got two boys and they'll have a fisty cuff. Where I thought it was what you were saying, and they'll be into fisting. <laughs> <laughs> and Vic has one of each, and she's just, yeah, I have to say, having one of each, I wish I had two boys or two girls, because yeah. having one of each, they literally find every different way to wind each other up and to make my life living. It reminds me a lot of me and my little sister, yes. except I was the chillest person when I was younger. I was so laid back, I was like, Horizontal, that's what some people Oh, Mr. A, I wonder if we spoke to your sister whether she'd say the same thing. (laughs) Um, My little sister probably wouldn't. She'd probably say I was annoying as fuck. And I'd also say the same thing. (laughs) So, can I just ask, like, with regards to your relationship, is it, you know, like a classic boyfriend girlfriend relationship in that, like, oh, yeah, I see we see each other a lot or is it like yeah, is together boundaries or around it it? yeah like it is, it, is it chill is it not chill i'm not chill so that's why i want to know but we do see each other we are really too, and we try and see each other on the weekends and like obviously tuesdays as well um have one night in a week tuesdays works because of children and activities and it means yeah. oh, I haven't got to be at home like yeah. it sounds really weird as much as I love that I've got my home and my space it's actually nice to leave it absolutely that doesn't sound weird that sounds yeah. fucking amazing yeah. so yeah once a week I get fed weight on hands and foot don't yeah. have to worry and licks out 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the neighbours haven't moaned. <laughs> moaned at your moans. Um, so what are the pros and cons of swinging? Biggest con, and it's probably more depending on the couple, is you've got to both trust each other. Right? You've got to be yeah. really open and honest. But there is no point in going swinging as a couple if you're not going to be open and honest because it's just not going to work. Um, we've we've done that a few times, haven't we, where we've like... We've talked about things and what we how like we deal with it, yeah. Like, what we don't like, what we want, um, and sometimes one of us is a little bit. We've got a little bit rattled here or there, or we're not feeling so great, um, and we're like, "It's okay, we don't have to go." Yeah. Sort of thing. So this is your first swinging relationship. Yeah. So okay. like when I when I first moved here, I was single, obviously, twenty nine, thirty, like kind of bored on the weekends, what do I do? I've been to clubs a few times, but then they never really interested me. They they always were just like twenty year old boys thinking with their dicks, trying to fuck everything that moves. Like it's not fun and everyone just wants to get absolutely wankered. And I'm right. like, that doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. Yeah. Plus I was a horny bastard anyway. I think also the other thing with swinging is that it's not a heavily alcohol sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. emphasis is not like there is a bar, but you don't see many people getting shit faced. Yeah. And it's it's kind of frowned upon to yeah. be shit faced as well. Yeah. Um, unless you're not part unless you're not in like engaging in that. It's it's kind it's of frowned upon. Yeah. It's, it's quite frowned upon by other people. And like if we go to a kink like you we don't drink at all. Really? You, you, well, I might like, have one, but that would be it. I'll only have a couple. Yeah, obviously, it, it affects yourself as well. Yeah. So you, you can't get into certain scenes. Yeah, well, I feel it's so impossible to have an orgasm when I've had too many drinks. I'm yeah. Witness like, yeah. now, you know. Because when we go to the kink events, um, obviously, we have all the toys. Oh with us as well and there's a oh do you bring a bag explain. I was going to say is there a little we do bring a bag really yeah, like, a suitcase yeah suitcase we have a, we have a small suitcase we haven't got anywhere near as much as our swinger couple friends and some people turn up in cases of cases and cases like, of stuff fuck off cases he has like a map like you know the tubes that you hold maps architecting he has one of those full of paddles and floggers uh, he's even he's even dabbling into whips now. Um, wow. um, what else Cane. has he got? Canes, oh, Cane. Canes, whips, floggers. But yeah, so they introduced all us sorts to of the more of the toy side here. Yeah, um, they introduced massively to the toy. Probably about seven or eight months ago, wasn't it, when you went yeah. to the first market? So there's also two markets, well, there's quite a few markets, there's two big markets that run every month, one in London and one in Birmingham. And they are absolutely phenomenal. Like, literally, any kinksters heaven. Like what the everything fuck is from... it? It's not a high street, is it? Like next to the apples and veg. Yeah, where's that? So, <laughs> so there's London Alternative Market, which runs every six months. No, it's every week, every every once a month. Is it month? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that is in um, Shoreditch. Oh yeah. Oh, good old Shoreditch. Down the yeah. road from me. Yeah. No, and then you've got um, Birmingham Bazaar. Um, and a lot of these yeah. have after parties so you can then try out all your toys that you bought. Oh, wow. Yeah. We oh haven't done God. an after party, have we? We haven't done an after party because no. it is a massive, it is like a full day thing. Yeah. Um, and they're always Sundays, which I just think is just really annoying. Yeah. Because yeah. most people work on Mondays. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it is massive. The Birmingham one is probably is bigger than the LAF, I think. The London one, yeah. The London one is probably good for like dipping your toes in. Because the Birmingham one, I mean, we went a few months ago, weren't it? And that was the first time we went. And I was and like we, that. I was like, it's saw, like a kid in a toy shop. Was and that? we saw we saw a whip show as well, which was fucking insane. Um, and there are different sides of kink, and that was a new side to us, wasn't it? Yeah, we hadn't seen that. But there's so yeah. like I think swinging is a general term, and then it opens up so many other things. Like people talk about pet play and little ones, like and you think mm. that people are joking when they talk about these terms. No, there's not. Like, like if you the go daddy, to a, the daddy yeah, thing and, yeah, um, it, it's so child, swing, child play is a big thing. Like oh, there's men that are going to have babies. Yeah, really. Laura's face. We actually were sat. Giraffe. 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 Yeah, someone dressed as a giraffe. Like full head. How, what do you, they come in the costume? Yeah, what do you think yeah. about that? Does that is that something that you're into? No, it's like? not for us. I mean, no. one time we were sat um, by the the um, the pole. I think it was. Oh, they've got. A, they've actually got a place like. There's a place by the door which actually has like a, a pet stop, so you can literally yeah, so chain your dog up with a dog with a bowl and of people water. People actually like. The for a second, I genuinely thought that you meant people were bringing their real dogs. Yeah, they're cockapoos. We were like chilling by the pole dance area sort of thing and I had like something touch my shoulder. I looked over and there was a guy on his hands and knees but it was his with a dog mask and yeah. he just woofed at me and I was like, all right mate. I just be like, fuck off, mate. I couldn't. So has he got yeah, cotton just, balls out? And we talking yeah, about... What's he wearing on his bum? Has he got pants um, on? They usually they? have something in their bottom because they're a dog. So they have a, a tail. tail. Yeah. yeah. So they have a butt plug with a tail. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. I think, about... I think he was wearing like a harness. Like leather harness. So yeah. Is it really bad that I don't look at those things because it's not something that interesting? <laughs> no, of course oh, not. I'd be looking at all of it. It... There was a massive like, give it to me all. Give it to me all. I'll have a look at all of it. Yeah, like, but that, yeah, you would be finding that sexually attractive. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 I remember our first, I'm just our first time to one of these nights, we did just sit in the corner all night just watching. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the biggest things that you need to do is when you go to those events, it, it's a massive step from swinger club to kink night. Right. Because um, not a lot of like sexual stuff happens on a kink night. Um, and it's a lot more it's a lot more of your actual kinks you're yeah. indulging um so you're indulging your dom and your sub side and all your other different kinks how so do you go it. from being single in a relationship married whatever the fuck it might be how yes. do you go how do you go from that to hmm, i want to go to i want to be a swinger like how, yeah especially you miss c because Obviously, you know, when you've been you're an old hand been doing it for a while. Like, what, yeah, where, was not, what was the attraction, and how did you get into it on your own as no, a single woman? No comeback, like, I didn't have to speak to them again, like, just sure. way, and there was no, no, no guilt or no, oh, I must send a text or something, yeah, because no, I don't need to, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. not the expectations of those nights. However, we do know a married couple who their way into the world was she came home one day and said, I want you to spank me. And that was pretty much it, wasn't it? Actually, he didn't know what to do. He was like, what? Oh, yeah. And they've been, they've been together 20-something years. years. 
And we're actually going to their, we're, we're actually going to their wedding in the summer. So yeah, like they are really good friends of us. But when they told yeah. us their story, we were like, right, yeah. that's a bit different. <laughs> I mean, he's quite dominant in life, isn't he? Well, in his job role. But like, obviously, in their relationship, he, he's more like, I don't want to say submissive because he might hurt me. Um, <laughs> well, no, at home she wears pants. And yeah, at home. Well, she that's just pants. so. Like, I just think that is the gender norm, unfortunately, isn't it? Because yeah. men yeah. are incompetent, so we do everything. Well, we know another couple, and the guy, he's a big, burly former rugby dude, and he's the sub. Really? Oh, he's yeah. massive. And she's shorter than him and everything. And I'm six foot two, and he's about as tall as me. I couldn't handle Rob being the sub because I'd just be like, oh, you're pathetic. <laughs> what <laughs> did you say? my problem. I don't think I could. But like, we had this conversation no. the other day, like, could I be dominant? No. Like, no. Not to, not to him. No, yeah. if, no, if Steve, like, got down on his hands and knees, I'd be like, I'm sorry, we're over. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 17 years and I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> what is the one thing you would really love, the misconception around swinging, what what kind of myth would you love to be broken around it about it being so seedy it's not at all like if anything i think in the swinging world people are more open and more um and more respectful far more respectful and like Like we'd 100 rather go to a swing club than any other club really because it's so chill and you know you're gonna have a good time yeah nothing's whether you play or not nothing's gonna kick off you can sometimes we just have a social, don't we? Yes. Yeah. We actually go there to have a social sometimes. This is such a random question, but to what do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> because I like I like thinking about the logistics a bit. So you're like, right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to the swingers club tonight. All right, yeah, nice. You're not nice slinging up with jeans on, are you? But like, the, what are you? Are you like, well, where, how are you derobing? Like, especially when in the winter, yeah. are you layering up? Have you got a card? So I have bought the most amazing outfits of the last year, haven't I? Yeah. I have to say, there's things that I probably have never bought before because I know that I can wear them and I'm safe wearing them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. So there is tote rooms and lockers and things. So I, in the winter, I'm sorry, my big warm puffer coat goes on. Yeah. Because I just can't cope with it. You got to, yeah. Um, And nine times out of ten, there are flats in my bag as well because the heels don't stay on long. Yeah, Yeah, I always make sure you've got some flats. Um, But yeah, so anything from I've got a couple of nice, just black, normal, long wrap round dresses of a night. Then I've got some very, very short, revealing, like, outfits of a night. Yeah. But it's more about what's underneath. It's what's underneath and what you're going to take off. Like, you're going to take that off. And so would you that. be like, oh, I'm just drinking my lemonade and be like, oh, hang on a minute. Da, 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 with the others to go to the loo or something. And they're already wearing some nice, like, sexy dress or something. <laughs> or, and then they come back and they're literally in fishnets. Yeah. And nothing like, else. Yeah, like, nothing else. Has anyone Sorry. ever been there? With like some scaggy old underwear though, and you're like, oh <laughs> my god, get that fishy gusset out my face. There's been a few outfits that have been a bit like, okay. <laughs> most women though, I am majorly jealous that they can buy the most amazing underwear and wear it like they can. Not just because my mum bought, but I've got the most annoying size breasts that I just can't buy sexy bras, and I'm jealous because they're massive. Yeah, I hear you. Don't have that problem. Too, I hear you. Yeah. How how is it? Do you think it's had an impact on your body confidence? I would say the last year, like the last eighteen months, two years of going to clubs, definitely. Like, I don't think I'd have ever like worn. I went away last year to um, away with the kids on all the kids holidays, three of us, and I wore a bikini the entire holiday. 
That's yeah. amazing. I don't think I'd have done that before. And you've yeah. done some really revealing stuff recently, that even from when I've known you, yeah. when we, like just when we started, like you probably wouldn't have warned them then. No. And now you will. Every, everyone's different. Everybody's different. And there's a lot... I don't know what it is. Like everybody is like owning their own body and like happy with what they're wearing and confident with what they're wearing. So why shouldn't I be? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, and that's exactly it. So much, yeah. And either way, you're gonna get pummeled, so don't worry about it. Yeah. You're getting dick in a hole no matter how you look at it, love. What is the age range? What are we looking at here? Are we looking at young? Are we looking at very old? Are we looking at a real mix? What is it? So um you most swinging club won't allow anyone in under 21. Okay. More for maturity reasons. Yeah. Um, Although some people still are mature enough. Yeah. No, I um, can imagine yeah. most of them being men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, although, no, I actually have to say some of the young girls and yes. don't really realise what they're getting themselves into. Yes. Yeah. Um, and up to 70, 80 year old men and women. So, what? how many would you say is more old men than women, or would you say it's a good, firm sort of split down the middle? Yeah, it's, quite, yeah, it's a good mix. And do you know what? I own those women. Do you know what? Yeah. If I'm their age and I'm doing that, absolutely, that's so empowering. Some of the seventies, like you would not think they were seventies. No, yeah, because we've like, had a few message ups, and like, we're like, "There's no way they're that age." Yeah, when you they're look like, at photos, they're, they're, like, 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 they're pushing sixty, and it's like, "Fuck off, you're forty. It's and have like, you ever had like threesomes at your house that you've gone, "Oh yeah, this is great, come on over"? Uh, no, we tend to do because the clubs are open quite late, so like you normally arrive sort of between seven and eight, and then open like three, four in the morning. And there is kind of a shift where, like, everyone starts at, like, everyone comes in about 8, 9, 10, and then it gets to about midnight when suddenly, like, the dance floor gets a bit half empty and, like, fuck's everyone going? Oh, right, yeah, they're all shagging. Like, literally everyone, like, <laughs> it literally hits, like, this number, like, this time. Magic time. And then everyone's, it's like... It's Cinderella, isn't it? Exactly. It's like 12 o'clock, the pumpkin's changing. Yeah, forget the glass shoe, she wants the glass dildo, mate. So, so if there are um, people listening to this that want to dabble, want to have a little experimentation, what would be your advice of how to sort of like start to venture into this world? So there is um, definitely some influence on Instagram to have a look at. Very like easy to find intentionally. Mm-hmm. And they're a young, they're sort of similar age couple to us, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And then... What um, are they called? Tell us what their name. What's their name? Um, Vista Wife. Let's have a look. Hot. We've met her as well. Oh, wait a minute. She's the bloody one on um, the documentary. Oh, is she? Yeah, what? It's, her. it's her. Oh, no way. Have we missed this? Have we missed the documentary? Is this the Alice Levine documentary? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Really Sorry. I'll just right? hit play. Really I'll be watching that tonight then. What channel is it on? Uh, it's on BBC, I think, or Channel yeah, yeah. 4. One of the two. It's one of those okay, two. It's Channel 4. It's Channel 4. It's Channel 4. And it's the... Because there's loads of episodes. Um, I think it might be Series 2, maybe Episode 2. But yeah, that's okay. her. I'll yeah. scroll. But yeah, they are a lovely couple as well. We've we, we've been introduced uh, for the year, wasn't it? So things better. Have you said them? For me, like... No. 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 They, they, I think they'd already arranged a meet. They, they were very chatty with another couple. Yeah. And it's also, it's sort of like, if you see a couple, like, talk to them, but if you can see they're already interacting with another couple, you, like, you don't... It's just, just, you don't it's just usually, like, social cues. Yeah. Laura, you and me would be terrible at this, Laura. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I would say for anyone who's looking... Possibly um, have a look on Fab Swimmers. Look at this. All the clubs tend to be listed on there with reviews. See what nights. A lot of clubs run newbie nights. What happens um, if you like bump into someone from these 
cups like in the public has that happened like in the old age you know what I mean both reaching for the cucumber yeah, so, <laughs> it's, so like you know that if you're there doing it they're, they're doing it so like it's a uh, like because yeah I have seen one couple once look I do know and I did, did have see, a momentarily moment of panic did you see an ex as well or something Yes, and uh, but then, like, literally, our friends are like, hold a minute, they're doing exactly the same thing as you're doing. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. judgment. It's all it's fine, yeah. And that's it. Like, I happen to bump into some of my work. Yeah, so, like, we said right? this, like, if we bump into work colleagues or things like that, what would we say? We're like, but hold a minute, they're there for the same reason we're there. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, and I think that's it, like, and it is, a, and it's an unwritten rule, but it's obviously, like, you don't discuss what goes on outside. Like, you don't go, oh, guess, guess who I saw? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, like, it's a bit like true. what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. First rule of Minge Club is that we don't talk about, talk about Minge Club. Club. <laughs> yeah, we all talk about it in our own circles. Like, yeah, like it's, there's it's lots of fun, like man. so there's lots of um, WhatsApp groups and Telegraph and Telegram, sorry, and Discord chats. And... Can I just ask, like, could you be in and this obviously swingers and open relationships? They're two different things, aren't they? Can you kind of break down the dip? You know, because an open you relationship. You have couples that have open relationships. Right. Like, but you then, guys aren't in an open swingers, relationship. Well, I suppose we would be, because we're happy we to see other people, but yeah. we we do it with the discussion of each other. We normally, if we're going to obviously play with someone else, the other one's already seen them, or we've already like had a conversation about it before the other person goes and plays. We have seen others who are, like, hubby's off playing, sort of thing, yeah. or the missus is playing, and the guy is okay with it. Like, some of them have the cuckold thing. Yeah, so we've got we've met a few ladies whose husbands send them out to have sex and they stay at home. Um, We've also we've had messages, haven't we, from women who want to FaceTime their husbands. We're we're not into that. No, no, no. because we actually don't know who's on the other end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like you're you're you are in a sort of committed relationship to each other. And so you would not necessarily date another person. You would have more one-off casual sex and it not have meaningful yeah. lasting. And then yeah. it, if you were to ever meet somebody and it was like that meaningful lasting feeling, how what what is the the etiquette around that? Well, it's us first, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we come first. We and come first. Each other's like have feelings, etc. Come first before anything else. Yeah. Right. Um. And that's primarily because that's our mate, our relationship is each other. But yeah, we do know of people who've been swinger couples and then separated and gone off with other people that they've right. met through the swinger world. Right. And it's not really unheard of, is it? Really no, sometimes it's just the way it's just the way it is. Sometimes you might find someone who's a bit more up your street. Up your street. I mean, it yeah. happens anyway, regardless of if you're yeah, yeah, swinger yeah, or not. It just happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Or in just a casual relationship. And I'm yeah. guessing the level of honesty, it really, it must force you to be a lot more probably open and direct and have really potentially painful conversations with each other because it's like, okay, this has to be a very much a, we're on the same page. Otherwise yeah, yeah. that that communication yeah. breaks down, it, it won't work, will yeah. it? You have to communicate 100%. Yeah. Otherwise... Yeah, the trust level breaks down and you can't be open with each other. I think our relationship is far healthier, though. Because the relationship, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the relationship fails. And you have to be open and honest with each other. And like, I can, I've got to the point now where I can tell when she's uncomfortable just by looking at her. Yeah. Um, and you know when I'm not in the right space, yeah. don't you? 
But I think that's come from the openness and honestness. I think, yeah. I genuinely think from my own personal experience and previous relationships, my biggest thing is not having that openness and honestness or feeling able to be open and honest mm. where we've been like that from day one. There's not, it's never been a question in our relationship. Um, if anything, when... possibly sometimes we're too too open and honest. <laughs> well, there's been a few times when we've like we've both kind of been apprehensive about opening up about certain things. Yeah, and then when we finally do, we're like, it's absolutely fine, and we're like, oh okay. Yeah, like, we realise actually we can be a lot more open than we we first thought previously. Yeah, we first thought we could be, and like how normally, well, like our past experiences have been, you wouldn't necessarily share certain things, and actually. We this has been so fascinating. Isn't it? it really has. Yeah, it's actually kind of changed my view on what I would have expected. I think like you can see the love that you have for each other and obviously the the companionship that that's kind of brought the, the two of you. People think swingers are like, you could spot them a mile off, like they've got a radar. Or like they're all wearing up. Although we have had this conversation that maybe we should have wear outside pineapples. Yeah, we'll have a little <laughs> pineapple pin so we can see like who's who. Yeah. Because actually, it's so you have, you would have no idea who's the swinger and who isn't. You two, you know, without obviously giving away any form of identity, I would not look at you two in the street and go, swingers. "Oh, yeah, they're swingers." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the whole purpose of it, sort of thing. It's yeah. it's a private part of our life that we indulge in, and we're we're not into. Some people decide to actually shout it from the rooftop. Yeah, um, and that's entirely up to them. But mm. like for us, we're quite happy to keep it private. I think that's like the the wonders of any relationship, though. When you are comfortable and confident in what you have together, you don't feel that need to kind of like openly tell everybody because you're enjoying it for what it is. Yeah. And and everyone's sex life is it is personal. It is private. It can be as private as you want it to be. You know. But you talk and you talking to us about it is like obviously your identities are secret except for when I said you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um actually it's about debunking the myths around it yeah, yeah definitely that, past, like especially for me obviously I've listened to you guys from the start and I know for you guys it's always been a massive curiosity yeah and like for ages we talked about it and then like literally when we were away the other week he was like right just message him we're, we've got to do this I mean I feel like I've got a thousand more questions for you I, I feel like this has been so fascinating and I also think that you know, Vic and I get so many messages from women who are potentially feeling a little bit trapped or, you know, they want something different and they don't really know where to go with that. And I think that just this conversation alone, whether they be single, like I didn't know that you could be a singer, a singer and swingle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you could be a swinger and single. So like even that, it's it's an education, you know, it's it's teaching and it's, people. You made it feel really safe. You feel you've you've made it feel like yeah. it's a really safe thing to go into. Like Especially like not... you say, even that basic thing of like it not being a boozy thing or like yeah. you didn't say it, but in some ways I think, oh, you'd have to be off your head to do it, or like, you know, yeah. to, to lose oh, the inhibition. Actually, I mean, it's the it's the um, opposite of that. I don't think any club has like everyone is massively against obviously getting drunk and there's definitely no drugs involved. Yeah, there's a yeah. big thing clubs um, are like no drugs. And it's absolutely safe sex. 100% all the time um, like no sticking a needle in a condom and being a dirty bastard or anything like that you always bring your own protection um, unless you're comfortable and they say it's okay for you to not wear one 
And one of the things that a lot of the clubs that we see is that if there's something happened, tell them there and then on the night because mm. they can address it. Don't go home, write a bad review or throw them up afterwards because they can't fix it. Yeah. Like, you need to tell them there and then because, like, nobody, and, like, well, we've had one incident in, like, I think I had one incident in two years where yeah. I felt uncomfortable, uncomfortable. in a club due to a group of men. And not long after that. I hadn't been the only woman and like within about five minutes it'd been picked up on that that, that these were, were making people uncomfortable and they were gone and not long mm. after the single men rule came yeah in. so they've got so a lot of clubs have a rule about the like not they have to be socializing they can't just be standing in corners looking at women or men or couples they've got to be talking to people having a drink etc and, and i know that's uncomfortable because like a man to walk up to a club and go and sit and chat to somebody yeah actually it's the same for a single woman like yeah, to, yeah absolutely they're gonna feel just uncomfortable if you're just standing there staring at them yeah, yeah. yeah but I think also you know like Vic and I have obviously discussed and wanted to like we've been like oh my god wouldn't it be amazing if we could like go to a sex club and see how it works and and then we've been like oh my god but what if like you know what if we start licking each other out what if we have a French wank I really feel like we need to do it but I desperately want to film it because it would be the best TV that anyone's ever that seen that is the one thing is no phones which no makes phones perfect sense yeah, of course because it's just privacy in it absolutely yeah. no phones no cameras are on the back but quite rightly so as well because yeah, at the end of the day you are going to that place and you are wanting to trust that place to be able to hold your identity yeah. secret because I don't doubt that there are many different professions some very high level professions yeah, that are arriving in those clubs and you know wanting to get cock in half and like getting into the clubs as well you have to give two forms of identification pay membership fees before you're even allowed to pay to attend the night yeah and some places can be quite expensive especially yeah. certain nights what are we yeah. looking at here what give us a sort of a do you price say you have to pay a yearly membership do you uh, so yearly membership most clubs are sort of for a couple you're looking at 40 or 50 pounds for a membership Mm-hmm. And then for a normal night, you're looking at about 40, 40 45 pounds, isn't it? No. 40 quid for a couple. For a couple on a normal night. If it's an event night, you're looking at anything up to 80 to 100 pounds for a couple. And then how much would it be for a single man? So, so single men is normally a sa- the same price as a couple or sometimes more. Okay. Yeah, so sometimes a single man is like 60 quid for a normal night. Um, and then a single woman is about 20. Yeah, single women a lot more. Sometimes you might oh, find yeah, they yes. do like five pound entry single women. Yeah. Actually, that's it's really nice to hear that swinging clubs are almost sort of empowering and incentivizing yeah, women it, to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are totally, it's completely different to a normal club where the emphasis is on a guy, basically. Yeah. Whereas in a swinging club, it's all about the women. And it's absolutely making sure the women are safe and secure and they don't feel vulnerable and they can let their hair down and quite literally strut around naked. That's incredible. But can I just ask like one more question and like in your future together as a, as a couple, do you, could you see yourselves getting to a point where you're like, I don't want to swing anymore. I just want to commit to you and nobody else. Don't yeah. know. Like it's not... we're literally just going as just as we said like in the start, we just said we'll just see where it goes. And that's all we're doing, really. We're so it? it's weird, like there's been no pressure on either of us to take our relationship at any pace. It's really weird, like um We've not set any goals or anything like no. that. Like, oh in six months we've got to be here, in a year we've got to be here, in two years we've got to be there, in no, five and... years we're gonna be here. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think either of us, like I think both in previous relationships felt that you should be at certain places by certain periods in your yeah. relationship. But we're not, we're, we're not, we're we've just, not done that, have we're we? We're not doing that. <laughs> we just haven't, it's not something that's bothered us either, has no, it? No, we're just like, oh, what are we doing? Like, where should we go? Like, like, I won't lie, like, obviously we both live separately. We've had the conversation about living together. Um, and it's not like it's an issue for us to live together. But then sometimes I think, oh God, it's nice to escape. Yeah. Which is what I get at the moment. Obviously, if we then live together, where do we escape? Where yeah. do you go to? Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. not a problem with me. It's okay, so she has a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vic and I can totally relate to that. God, what a fucking. I might just become a swinger just so I can get away from my kids. <laughs> Uh, guys, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Honest to God, we could ask you a million more questions uh, and we will definitely be taking you up on that invite of coming with you. Um, thank you so, so much. Uh, we're, yeah, it's just, I mean, our minds are blown, aren't they, mate? They really are. Really, really blown. It's opened up a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any more questions, feel free to ask us. If you ever come across someone else, we'll be like, what the fuck is this? And we'll be like, yeah, we'll answer that. Amazing, thank I'm you. I'm sure our listeners You're going to be like our swingers go-to. So yeah, We exactly. might have to have like a regular segment. Yeah, you can be like our resident swingers, experts. Yeah. Experts, yeah. experts. Sex experts, that's the one. I don't that's know if there's expert. I don't know if there's experts. No. Amateur. Amateur, yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much. We've we've robbed enough of your time. Um, no, it's it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. Take care, and we will yes. hopefully see you very soon, and also speak to you very soon. Yes. Too. Thank, thank you. Take care. Well, well, well. That was a ride and a half, wasn't it? Literally, literally, it was. Well, it's probably more like twenty five rides, actually, <laughs> and a couple <laughs> of pussy legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was uh, like it's definitely changed my opinion on swingers and not to the point where I go I want to give it a go I'm still very much quite happy to stay where I am in my sexual appetite but um, yeah I yeah I, I it, it's the fact that women cannot feel threatened yeah that's the bit that I just think is really amazing because there's not many places you can go to where that would happen and I wonder if there's anybody who would say they've had a different experience that would be great like to hear from you if you would say that actually it hasn't been like that for you I think the thing as well that came across so much was just how like they seem so solid as a couple you know I know didn't really Steve, get any I'd of that a, jealousy vibe you know? like the whole go go and play yeah go and play oh what if I said that to Steve and he went I'd be like I can't believe you went yeah but he'd just be going to play like I don't know fucking Xbox yeah exactly Transformers <laughs> he'd be like what I can go and play oh my god amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i still i can't i can't get my head around it for my relationship but um no. i definitely definitely want to go to a sex club 100 i want to go but it doesn't like i didn't go through that and then go oh my god i want to take part it's not it's not but i would love to go for the experience no but i do i want to go i like i need to feel the vibes do you know what i mean yeah, and just basically speak to some more people about their experience. I think maybe because of our line of work of this podcast, we've become more and more interested in sort of the opposites of gender or sort of stereo stereotypical norms. Yeah. yeah, like and how sex can be, you know, like for them, they had a loving, committed relationship and yet they were still, I guess, comfortable enough in their relationship to be able to go, I want to have sex with other people. That doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah, and that's a difficult thing for and the she majority was into of people. The ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's round, isn't it? 
Oh, it was great. Um, so yeah, if you want to keep, if you want to talk to us about your alternative sex life, then drop us an email um, along with any other stories, any other business, etc., 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 etc. etc. You can email us at noholdsbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholdsbarpodcast and send us a little DM. And if you're not quite ready to commit to um, a threesome or an orgy, uh, why not buy yourself a sex toy to spice things up? Whee! Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was a good little segue. That that was almost so exquisite. I can't cope. <laughs> it was, it was slid in like an absolute. I gem. did, and it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day's coming up, isn't it? What and doesn't say I love, love you? To flick their beans. <laughs> We'd rather do that than have sex, actually. Do you not think the term flicking a bean is so inaccurate? Because flicking is not, it's more of a caress, isn't it? Oh, no, but I just think it's the best expression. It is I the love best expression. Yeah. And it is a, it's just, it's descriptive of it is. the bean, but no one wants it. I mean, maybe people do like it flicked. Yeah, I don't know. No one's flicked mine. I don't think I so, wouldn't want mine to be flicked. No. No, too sensitive. Jesus Christ. It's a very sensitive little bean. <laughs> Oh my god, one of the girls at the Rebel Mums thing said that she's got a hands-free vibrator. Wow. How does that work? We need to get that on our website. I need to know what that is. Sometimes I get like my arm hurts where I'm I know. like so do you know what I mean? Like you yeah, can never yeah. relax the arm. No, exactly. And I've got bloody carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah. So it's no wonder you fucking got carpal tunnel. It's because of all the <laughs> wanking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway we've got to go we've got to go we've got to go we've got to go all right this is the longest um, episode ever um we will uh see you next week see you next tuesday bitches hi my name is Kay adams and to be honest i'm not so good with the aging process so i enlisted my old chum the filter-free cara mckenzie to advise could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.